Well, you know, welcome to Genuine Russell Voice. This is Bret Hart. Go to hell, Brett. <laughs> this is your host, Bret Hart, and I'm here with the wrestling boys. I was going to let him keep doing this. Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Matt. I'm Zach. I'm Isai. And yeah, we're gonna talk about the wrestling. It was a very big week. We yeah. had a superstar shakeup. Superstar I'm fairly shook up. up right now. Yeah, I'm pretty shook. I'm pretty shook. shook. Yeah. Let's just get into it. Um. Well, is there anything else you guys want to get into? Huh? Um, how's your day been? <laughs> it's yeah. been all right. I just want to know. All right. Yeah, how, how are you doing? I uh, how was Colorado? It's great. Awesome. Got a, went to a couple of rock and roll shows. I see you wearing. Did you smoke some marijuana? I didn't actually. I no got devil's two, lettuce. Got too paranoid. <laughs> hey, he has a he has a job. So you did smoke some marijuana? No. So just a wink at us if you did. Oh, big <laughs> wink. wink. Big big wink. <laughs> big big wink. Just give us um, a little wink if you did. Oh, yeah, he no, didn't no guys with wink. paranoia, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I wanted to. No, that's fair. You got, got a job. I got scared. Um, but yeah, it was cool. Uh, hung out with some people. Saw bears wrestle. Oh god. Uh, oh. Saw some bears in real life and cried out of joy because I love bears. Did you wrestle a bear once? Twice. Oh, Pete Dunn. That one. Oh, Pete Dunn. Oh yes. <laughs> I always forget that's there. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just become part just, of the. I know a six foot tall teddy bear just, in the middle of my living room. Kind of, just feels, it's where it works. That's where it belongs now. I just feel like I'm in a Fred Meyer. Like they had those giant. That is bears sort of the everywhere. aesthetic we're trying to go for in my house. <laughs> nice, a, a Fred Meyer. Where's the, Better where's than the, the aesthetic of Bret Hart's house, where it's just a shrine to him. <laughs> that's sick. I want to do that. It's a shrine to you. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah! It's a shrine to Fred in here. Yeah. Oh, shine to Fred. Fred Starring John Cena as yes. Fred's dad. Ooh, nice. that's some big news with, with the old Oh, yeah, let's get there. All, All right. right. Let's get let's get let's get straight to the source. So like John, what the hell? I know. Well, you know, I uh I just felt like I didn't want kids and uh this was all a shame, anyways. So you know, there we go. <laughs> it's all bye bye. Did uh did John do the breaking up? I'm sure. According to sources, which is just like tabloids, I, we're yeah. now getting reported on someone's, wrestling. Sites. I know it's someone's some, like, friend. I know she, it feels like celebrity gossip. She apparently she did because like apparently John was just like going through the motions now. Like you could tell he was just passionless like, a little just, bit. Just yeah. calling spots in the ring. And yeah. then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'm gonna go water. Then we're gonna go to bed. <laughs> Whips her off. Just yelling, <laughs> Nikki, we're cooking dinner now. Nikki, Nikki, go home. Dinner, go home. <laughs> they needed a uh, a storyline for Total Divas, maybe. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, <laughs> I was like, what if this all work? <laughs> Well, well the whole relationship kind of it. felt like one, but yeah. it, I mean, if it it seems like if it was a work, then it did its job of advancing both their careers beyond just wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One it of them is a lot more. 
Because he's, ev- she, she he's fucking everywhere. He's, is she he the face Dancing of the Make a Wish Foundation? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I think she's probably going to try to go that Stacey Keebler route. Dancing with the Stars and then kind of going from Dave there. George Clooney. Dave George Clooney. Oh, damn. This be at the Oscars once and Zach's like, hey, it's a wrestling person at the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think one John, day John will get his Oscar. John Cena is like, he, he really is. Just I've heard good thing about blockers. Yeah. Have you actually heard good things about blockers? I've actually I've heard, heard good things. About I've heard good things about blockers. I'm not, I mean, I heard Oscar buzz. <laughs> Did you? No. Was it your friend Oscar? Yeah. <laughs> His phone was on vibrate. Oscar buzz. Yeah, it's no, not, he, he it's was not... buzzed and he watched Blockers. So it was oh, pretty okay. good. Man, I was okay. fucked up. Because <laughs> yeah, it's not Oscar season. That's why all these big, big comic book movies are coming out right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, they come out during non-Oscar season. Yeah. Popcorn movies. Yeah. Anyway. I like films. And then, and then, I watch films. Is this I, watch cinema. I love films. <laughs> I love films. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm I'm stoked for Infinity War. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna be like the Royal Rumble. Oh, also, I tried to make a joke and everyone got mad at me. One of my friends was explaining to me what Fortnite was, and they're like, "Yeah, it's like a battle royal." Isn't like, it a Fortnite? Isn't that two weeks? Two weeks, I think so. Yeah. They were talking about the video game Fortnite. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that misspelled piece of garbage. Oh. Yeah. N I T E is not a word. Oh, oh. Yeah. they said it was Unless like a battle royal, and I said, "Oh, go. so you got to throw someone over the top rope to win?" And they looked at me with the deadest stare I've ever seen because they just didn't understand. And then my friend was like, "No one understands your wrestling jokes," which is something that has to be said to me once a week. Well, actually, <laughs> by them responding, no, that, actually, well, that way they did understand. Kidding. Knowing that it's a wrestling I'm, joke, I'm defending you. I'm defending you, and you go go into business for yourself. Yeah. Trying to put yourself over and don't know when it's a work, when it's a shoot. You work yourself into a shoot. Work a shoot. Work a shoot. Yeah, anyway. by, by acknowledging it's a wrestling joke, they know it's a wrestling what it means. Joke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they can suck their own. Yeah. <laughs> suck your own, Jackie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, R.I.P. Nikki and John Cena. I'm, Rip in peace. I'm scared of single Cena. Single Cena. It's gonna be so worse than single. Single Cena last time was like just going into like storylines. Yeah, like storyline relationships and dating. Ruining relationships and careers. Yeah. Damn. What's going on, Spirit Squad? What's up, Nexus? What's up, Victoria? When I when I Next. saw that that they were splitting up, it did. I it, it it stopped me for a second. I cared. Yeah, I was like, damn. <laughs> who was the I guy that? Have. Who was uh? It was Kenny. That's from the Spirit Squad. It was Kenny. That's that was the casualty. Nikki. <laughs> oh, Dolph. Short for Dolphin. Dolphin Ziggler. Dolphin Ziggler. Oh, huh. Is he in the I'm Spirit Squad? Get into it. Oh yeah, Nikki. Yeah, where is Nikki? Because one of the last times that Cena was actually, I don't even think he was single. <laughs> Uh-oh. He was married, but he was having a relationship with Kenny, Kenny's girlfriend, who was Mickey James at the time. Oh. Yeah, and so then he found out, and then Kenny went bye bye. Yeah, <laughs> and then Mickey went to the also other, the went other brand. <laughs> yeah, and then in storyline started uh, making out with uh, Zack Ryder's on-screen girlfriend, and then his push died. Yep. <laughs> Whoops. And they were supposed to be like best friends in that, and Zack couldn't even change a fucking tire. What a horrible storyline. Yeah. Rip in peace, Zack. Yeah. Got pushed Is off the stage in a wheelchair. Yeah, that's what yeah. Yeah, Kane threw him off the stage in the wheelchair. Yeah. yeah. I think I watched that with you. Why was that an event? A big guy. Uh, I think it ended up at a pay-per-view. Yeah. Okay. 
That was so weird. Yeah, it was not woo, a good time. Woo, woo. All right, let's get to Monday Night Raw's War. Yeah. Speaking of woo, woo, woo. Because he's there now. That's true. And, yeah. and a very anticlimactic Instagram post by him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm on Raw hey, now. I'm here too. <laughs> yeah. Have fun not seeing me over here now. <laughs> Pretty much like, hey, at least he gets to be on main event now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to replace the club somehow. It's true. So I have a list of people. He's got a fucking promo. Yeah, yeah. I have a list of people. Okay. And then we can just talk about. Is this just the Raw's War people? Yeah. Okay. These are the new additions to Raw. Yeah. So we got Jinder Mahal and Sunil Singh, and probably the other Singh brother when he gets back. Yeah. Uh, The Riot Squad. Uh, Kevin and Sammy. Cammy. Probably the biggest biggest get for Raw, I would say. In my opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zack Ryder. There it is. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Brazango. Cammy's number two. Natalia. Mojo Raleigh. There's the big one. The huge Dolph, one. Dolph Ziggler. Drew. Drew. The Drew McIntyre. That was like in like a like a one minute span of time. I went from rolling my eyes to probably like I'm fucking over this. Why is <laughs> Dolph Ziggler here? And oh, here comes Titus Worldwide. Great. And then all of a sudden Drew hits. I'm like, okay, Drew. Drew and Dolph. I fuck with this. Yeah, and yeah. Diesel that zigzag. And yeah, and that zigzag uh, Claymore kick combo that was, was fucking great. really great. I'm like, okay, I get this. I like this. But it's 100% Diesel McIntyre and the HPK. <laughs> yeah, HBZ. <laughs> HBZ. The Heartbreak Ziggs. Uh, heartbreak Dolphin. Corbo. Uh, Mike Kanellis. I didn't see that. That was not on It was TV. a Twitter one. Okay. But at least they posted about it. Okay. So it's a step above Ryder, which he posted about it. That yeah. was it. I didn't see this one either, The Ascension. Also not that on was TV. Just, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, Chad Gable. Yeah. And then there was a... How much big was that tag match? Six on six? It was five on five. Five on five with a mystery partner. And that was Bobby Roode. Boring face Bobby Roode. Bob Roode. Bob Roode. Um, I did love... Reese have tweeted out, now that now there's two Bobs on <laughs> Raw, which one will have to change his name? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the other Bob? Bobby Roode and Bobby Lashley. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bob Lashley. They're both Bobbies, <laughs> Double Bobby. It'll, well, they'll probably just start referring to Lashley as Lashley again. I hope they just call him Bob Rude. <laughs> That'd be cool. Bob, 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 Bob Rude. Rude. Bob Rude. Robert Rude. Um, but yeah, so they shook some things up on Raw. Yeah. Um, overall, like these shows are always exciting just because like you never know what's going to happen. Exactly. And so it's a pretty like easy show to book. Yeah. It's like some bullshit then surprise then some bullshit yeah. then a surprise mm-hmm. so it's easy to get pops mm-hmm. it's an easy pop show I really like that Brizango actually got to do something on TV and they looked the good they had a fashion, good competitive match fashion tickets and they and won won, won yeah. a match and it said send the bar away I was gonna say it made sense at the end of it why they won but then they also like by sending the bar away they fucking gave away who's gonna be the champions at the greatest role. I don't know. Maybe they'll bring those raw tag team championships. <laughs> the, the bright down. fucking red like, tag team titles. <laughs> I really hate what they've done with the titles because there's literally only the mid-card titles can change shows. Yeah, because they're the they, only ones not you color You can't have a red strap on the blue show. Yeah, or can you? Why not? Like, if the Universal title was on SmackDown, it would just be like, why? Yeah. Like, it's bright red. <laughs> Nobody wants that, anyways. It smells like Brock's house. <laughs> it smells like Jimmy John's Jimmy bread. <laughs> it just it like, like Jimmy John's bread and homophobia. God. And a hint of coarse light. 
Um, but yeah, uh, Jinder uh, threw out a sh- threw up his championship match. Like tight, right? I don't know he, the words I'm trying to say. Well, Jinder Mahal came out and was complaining he wasn't getting the the star treatment uh, mm-hmm. to Kurt Angel. Yeah, and then um, touched by an angel. Exactly, and then Jeff Hardy comes out, had a good match, and yeah. Jeff Hardy is still like a good amount of over. Like no matter what he does. Until people fucking gave a shit about a Jinder Mahal Jeff Hardy match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a good match. It's like one of Jinder's better matches yeah. on the main Jeff's card. Jeff's forty, and like, how is his body not like? That's what I say. He's gonna have to switch up his wrestling style soon because he well, can't keep doing this. Well, he's like not even doing that much high flying or anything. He just does like the two moves, yeah, like Whisper in the Wind and, and the, 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 the Swanton. Swanton. And also like on the Ed and Christian show where he talked about the Swanton, how he's just a sack of potatoes for that now. Like he's not doing anything to make it like easy for the person taking it like he's, he's just like, I gotta doing look it easy for himself he's like, i gotta so, look like, after myself and hopefully i don't you know i'll try not to hurt anybody yeah <laughs> no because he is sticking people with that yeah <laughs> like he lands straight on him on gender i yeah i was like that would have knocked the wind out of anybody yeah i mean it probably pops some of his fucking steroid acne all, like, all over his chest Oofa <laughs> doofa. gross yeah um he's, he's, oh, spe- speaking of steroids and raw yeah do you I think Roman's looking a little smaller? Yeah. Yeah. Looking like a smaller boy. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like he's been looking smaller since that steroid like <laughs> ring. Yeah. It was just the first time I him. noticed it. And I think Katie pointed it out. It's like he's not wearing his shield vest. He's just wearing his tank. Mm-hmm. He was wearing sweats, too. He was real comfy. It was <laughs> yeah. day off. Oh, it's like that one, like uh, Attitude Era Raw. We're fucking like... Pajama day on Raw? <laughs> when, when Undertaker comes out and does like a quote-unquote shoot promo. And like as like Mark Calloway, and he's just like in sweats and like some yeah, sad shirt. it's really like, fucking weird. Like, oh, this is really odd. I don't like this. <laughs> You're not the dead man. You just look like a guy who had a day off and like then went to the gas station to get some nachos. Yeah. <laughs> I need nachos and a tow boy and the coke. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the bike out on the freeway. <laughs> I don't need real pants. <laughs> Uh, then on SmackDown, Jeff Hardy brought the was title back. Was that it for Raw? I mean, that That's was all shake- the, the shakeups. Uh, that like anything else cool happened on Raw? I watched it. I didn't watch it very intently. Okay. So, you tell me. <laughs> you tell me. I was doing dishes. Uh, and I was looking all night. Uh, I was looking at Matt. <laughs> there was the tag team match with uh, Matt and Bray winning to go to big, big, big Rumble Town. Big Rumble, oh, yeah. big Rumble Town. Big Rumble Town. Yeah. They're, they're going to win. I love them together. I really it's do, cute. too. I, I'm okay with it. I would. I just was hoping that they'd switch shit up with Bray a little bit more than they Ooh. have. Uh, Samoa Joe was just continually yeah. having the best yes. promos. Oh yeah. my god, just fucking two nights in a row this week. Aaron Roman down, yeah, yeah. Um, he is just on another level, and everything he says is so believable for his character and for mm-hmm. just everything he's doing. It's like, yeah, I believe him. He's just a genuine, just ass beater. I'm just like, fuck yeah. He's got like a cartoon character face. So, <laughs> who like this sad boy Roman? Who the fuck is this? Is this supposed to get him over? No, no. Because he's just like real sad and like, uh, you're just being mean to me. I hope it's just they, they just beat him down and beat him down until he turns heel. 
And just like he just loses at Greatest Royal Rumble and then loses to Joe and then just like leaves. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like such a bummer because I legitimately actually do want him to take the Universal title off Brock just so someone has it on TV. But it's like, I don't want this sad man to have the title. Like, that's... Guys, Vince is being mean to me. Guys, emo rap is in right now. That's the crowd they're going Oh my god, for. he's just being a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. Roman the SoundCloud rapper. Gucci gag, Gucci gag, Gucci gag, Gucci gag. Roman Reigns from the big dog's yard. Roman Reigns with dollar signs. <laughs> My fans love Roman Reigns. Yeah. Get your gang, get your gang, get your gang. <laughs> Just get fucking Aiden English yard. on him so he can do sick yard. raps. This is my yard. This is my yard. Look at my yard. My vest. That's my vest. This Kurt, is my give yard. Me my vest back. <laughs> Kurt, where's the vest at? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I hope that he wins because. Like Zach said, I want someone on TV, and then they can just give it to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, I just give Joe all the belts. Just bring them all the SmackDown. Like, yeah. I do want him. I maybe this is. I hope they're giving up on him. I doubt they are because they've invested so much time. Well, well but they need to point, do. You they need to do something else because it's just not gonna work. And it's no matter how hard they push, it just isn't working. And they know it isn't working because they've stopped it each time. Mm -hmm. They've put a stop to it each time. So at the end of the day, Vince doesn't even fully believe. Yeah. And he's even like, son of a bitch, Brock, you're winning and go cut him open too. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. I mean, he's been on top, even though he hasn't been like had the, the title for like almost top. two years. I think he's taking it in that cage match. Well, I think he's gonna win too, and I think that he's gonna come back and be like, "This is my yard," and Bob. And then people are just gonna like be Boo like, him. "Nobody cares." Yeah. Either he's winning in that cage match, or he's winning at like the next pay per view. Brock's on if they want him to beat CM Punk's title reign. SummerSlam. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Though they probably they don't do. even have to go all the way to SummerSlam, but yeah, probably that would probably be the next time Brock's gonna be like, no, like, but like everybody's talking about him going back to UFC. He still isn't in the USADA testing pool. Yeah, so he has to go like what sixty days after he enters. Well, he still has a suspension. Oh, six months. Yeah, yeah, six, six months suspension. So and so, he's not even in the USADA testing pool right now, so it doesn't matter. <sighs> yeah, like er, like. I feel like everybody's being worked, and I feel like he signed like a pretty long-term deal again. And Brock, Probably. Brock gets what Brock wants in WWE because he is a draw, because they protected him so well, and like he had a name before because he was an older guy. Went to UFC, was a huge draw there. People pay to see Brock Lesnar, mm -hmm. yeah. and while like the everyday like the the fans like let's say like on people like around our level of fandom, we're like okay, we need a champion here. Every day, like casual fans, are like, oh, that's Brock Lesnar. He's cool. He's a big guy. Kicks yeah. ass. Yeah, yeah. And he he'll get he'll get attention on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, his character is definitely unique, and it works for him, and it will continue to work for him. Uh, I, but we've just said it a billion times. Tired of it. I don't know. Tired mm -hmm. of it. I'm even getting tired of Paul Heyman. I'm not. Mm -hmm. I, I'm getting tired of Paul Heyman just because it's the same every single time. It's so good every single time. It is so good. It's just like I want to hear him have to do something different. Like when the Goldberg stuff happened, it was really cool because he was like out of his normal like zone. But it's because they also have been booking it where he just comes out and talks and that's it. Whereas like before, like he'd get beat up and stuff, but he probably just doesn't feel like getting beat up anymore. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah, 
He's like a hundred years old, so <laughs> and he just he's lived a life. But yeah, yeah. I, I and I'm I kind of I can't really remember what else happened on Raw. I think uh, with the shakeup going on, that's the big. Um, oh, setting up the Mistourage with Kevin and Sammy was that was such a good tease. I wanted that so bad. Oh. Like when they just ran out and hugged him, like. Probably just because they were excited to have jobs, but yeah. still, like it was. And they were like doing the jumping hug. Yeah, and then it was so when cool. Sammy got his glasses out to read the letter. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god, that was so good. That was perfect. Oh, also, Sammy's face so in the background when like Miz was getting told he's like getting sent to SmackDown. At first, he's like looks excited for Miz, like, "Oh, that's cool, you got a request." And then he's like, "Oh, it's because <laughs> Daniel Bryan's gonna beat you up." Like he like starts like cringing in the back, just right behind the Miz's face. He's like. They're so good. Like, where's the storyline like continuing though? Because like, shouldn't Steph be real pissed off that like Kevin almost killed her dad? I think that's it. I think the storyline is or no, she wants to control the company. Yeah, fuck her dad. No, because she came out and was all pissed off at him when he did. It's true, but was she really? (laughs) Well, yeah, because that's my father's ring. She's too busy getting beat up by Rhonda to care about Kevin right now. No, because she's the one that signed him. It was her, her assistant just made a call. Her assistant, it was an email. You don't actually know. Yeah, don't throw logic into WWE, Isai. There needs to be logic. NXT things are logical there. Yeah, they're well, they they should, just doing it. They should yeah, have. They should have gone to NXT and tried to get a job before getting signed. <laughs> to I think that would have been so good. I w- they should have like let him show up in her fucking evolve show. Kevin should have gone to two hundred five live. So I was thinking about that. Like, it, would it? It would. Would it come across as like disrespectful if they took a few indie bookings and then jumped back? Back up to the WWE. Well, they, they would take bookings if they quote unquote bookings is in like WWE would be like, hey, Gabe Sapolsky, they're showing up at Evolve 103. Yeah. And they're going to come and just like talk shit on Triple H and all these guys and talk shit on you, Gabe. Has and, that ever happened? Because um, that is a very. CM Punk showed up at shows. He showed up at a couple indies and one of them was just to put over um, Gregory Iron, who yeah. is a. Um, wrestler who has cerebral palsy oh cool yeah. i could just see it like rubbing the other indie wrestlers the wrong way if they're like oh we're just here evolve. for, for an e-gig no evolve well first off sammy and kevin they have immense respect from all the independent guys yeah for sure and they have respect for the evolve is scene as quote well. unquote in bed with with the oh, okay yeah gabe sapolsky's like on the payroll as a consultant oh yeah and he's okay. the guy who owns wwn live do yeah. a lot of do a lot of people come from Evolve to NXT? That's they were the, that's where they want you to go. Okay, because at Ring of Honor, like it's a their national TV thing, and they got pissed mm-hmm. off when they released a Kevin Steen action figure before WWE could release Kevin Owens one. Oh, and so they got real mad at that, and so they want you to not go to like like they don't care about like Japan as much, but like they really want you if you want to get signed from them, you go through Evolve. That's okay, the door you go through. Um, or progress if or, you're in the Europe. Yeah, because they're also in bed with them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. And ICW. All right. So they're all like small feeder systems into the WWE. It's all essentially, I think of Evolve as NXT for NXT. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Uh, but yeah, where the storyline's going, I don't know. Like, are they going to be a tag team? Are they going to have separate singles well, things? Can, are they going to fight with each other again? On Raw, like, even like with that giant main event and everything, it was essentially just like, almost like a, like them like saying, all right, and here's this act is done. 
this next week is where we're going to start really getting into the big meat and taters of, yeah. of like the new storylines and stuff going forward after the old shakeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have to also get past the greatest Royal Rumble, which I feel is like with the way they're moving towards it is going to be canon. Yeah, it has to be because there's going to be a title switch on it, and like at least one title switch and at least one like new title. Being, yeah, it's at yeah. least somewhat canon. Do you think they're going to introduce people into that fifty man? Like, are they going to are going to see a couple new faces even still? Well, we're going to see some old faces. Yeah, well, we have to. Well, Jericho yeah. and Mysterio. Yeah, yeah, and like just the way that it's being booked, it's very like '90s nostalgia pop heavy. It's like, a, it's like a, it's a paid show. Yeah. yeah. I think it probably, oh, I can't even imagine the amount of money they're I making. I believe the report, the rumor that came out this week was what, like $20 million? Mm-hmm. And it's a multi-year like deal. Really? Like if this works well, we'll do this. Another one? It's a, yeah, it's, it's like a paid show. It's like being used as fucking propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> and I, So while we're talking about that rumble, I guess we could we'll maybe talk about more when we get to SmackDown. I what pulled the card up for it. fuck so. is going on with the Rusev Thing. Was it Lana uh, that, and him, the TMZ interview? Um, apparently, it was. there's been a couple different stories. One was just that Vince just keeps changing his mind. So first, we should explain this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was announced for the Greatest Royal Rumble that Rusev was fighting The Undertaker. In a casket match. In a casket match, because they're burying Rusev all the time. Um, and then, it wasn't Rusev, and it was Chris Jericho. Which they announced a day after they announced the first match. They're like, well, it's been switched. And then the storyline reason was that Lana said no. And, like, he's not doing it. Okay. And then they switched back. Yep. To Rusev. So there was talk that it was Vince just changing his mind. The other one was that they thought Taker was going to get pissed. And then when they finally talked to him, he's like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, Wait, they thought he was going to get pissed that he was fighting Rusev? The, no, that he called the said something about his uh, going to beat his old ass. Yeah, Rusev, <laughs> Rusev said he's Barry. past his prime. Yeah, and then like I think he said like I'm going to crush him or something. And crush his old ass. And I mean, like, Michelle McCool made a comment on Twitter. Rusev is right, but then um, they were like, "Oh no, <laughs> Taker's going to be real pissed." And then he was like, "No, oh, I'm cool." No, man, it's well, cool. See, I watched the TMZ <laughs> interview. It just felt like any other sort of like talking shit to get people hyped on a match. But if it was like un uh, like, sanctioned by WWE for them to do that, I could see yeah. Vince being like, "Hey, don't go around talking shit." Like, I can Taker. see Undertaker like really digging Rusev. Like I don't know why they wouldn't think he'd be into Rusev because Rusev is very old school in a lot of ways. Like mm-hmm. he's a foreign like foreign heel, and he's played that character really yeah. well. Like, and he wrestles kind of an old school style. Like, I don't. I think Undertaker would be a fan of Rusev if he ever if he actually even watches the product, which I kind of yeah. doubt he does. Yeah, that's yeah. why he didn't answer John Cena. Yeah, he doesn't watch. He's just busy and standing for the anthem <laughs> yeah. oh god too, too busy preaching the anthem in schools um but so now it's back on rusev Taker, yep. yep and jericho's just probably gonna be in the in the rumble yeah yeah probably i hope it's still like japan jericho with his like weird hair like no, his mom hair it's gonna be uh WWE. Oh, I know it is, but scarves and all. I would enjoy it if it was New Japan. I wish him and Elias had a scarf. It it might even be like a whole new Jericho, like knowing him. Yeah. Just a whole new guy. Just comes out wearing a Fozzie shirt and sweats. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's just showing up in sweats. We don't don't care. We got 20 million for this thing. He has a mic and keeps trying to record everyone, just trying to interview all of them. Only half plugging it in. Before we get to SmackDown, like a little bit about that show, which is crazy. It really is being used as propaganda to show that, like, the, like, Saudi Arabian generals cool with women now. Even though there's no women's matches on the... 
car. Yeah, because, but they're allowing women to go to the show. Oh, really? In the family section. So this is how it is. The first part of it, like the first, like close to the ring, that's just bought out. Like that's nobody can get those unless you're like a celebrity or a friend of who's like really buying this show. Yeah. Or like you have to be famous essentially. The next one is families. They're trying to do this whole like family gimmick. Like, hey, we're a bunch of happy families here. So the next like big group of seats, like in like the middle section, you know, it's just families. Then the last like nosebleeds are just single men. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because normally like, that's been switched. Like men get preferential seating and yeah. Salary. And so yeah. now they're like, hey, we're letting families like. Yeah. It's, this is fucking. This is legit propaganda. For yeah. Them. Oh yeah. Yeah. They've done like the exact same thing with like sporting events in Saudi Arabia in the last year, where like women have been allowed to go to their first soccer games in yeah. the country in history and yeah. stuff like that. Women so, haven't been allowed to go at all before. Yeah. And Damn. I know that that sounds totally like. It's like what the fuck in like our Western sort of mindset, but it's like it's a fucking big. It's deal. a pretty yeah. goddamn big deal. Yeah. And so yeah, and then TNA will probably go and have a women's match over there, and then WWE will go and have one. Say they were the first. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. This is hope. Like, sorry, TNA was before, guys. <laughs> like it's five years before. Like it wasn't like it was like twenty years either. It's like within the last decade. <laughs> yeah, it was like five years ago. It was like yeah. long enough to be like, man, that was a while ago, but not too like long enough ago to like, but like oh, things have changed. It's like, no, yeah. it's They didn't have a, a women's championship match. <laughs> they also didn't wear parrot shoots. Yeah. <laughs> We're all gonna die. Just my neighbor raving. By nice. that I mean doing her laundry. <laughs> <laughs> That's, um, That's pretty sick. Uh, wanna go to SmackDown yeah, Live? Yeah, SmackDown Live. Um, so Jeff Hardy, uh, Absolution, which, okay, I want to talk about this for a second. Did you do the switcheroo? Yep. Yeah, but I, I legitimately think it's so that Paige can have her traveling, like, Friends. companions back, like, yeah. have Absolution over well, there. and this is what I want. And also for them to sit under her learning tree. Yeah. Well, I want Paige to fuck over people and just give the the like opportunities to Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville and be like a heel heel like, GM heel GM in it just for those two I don't want a heel GM because that's all we've gotten for 20 years okay well that makes sense the last round of GM like Kurt Angle's not a heel GM and Daniel Bryan was but kind of just in 20 years since like 1998 is like the introduction of the Mr. McMahon character yeah and since then it's just been bad guy authority figures yeah and so I just like, like want... usually trying to out bad guy each other like there's a point where it was Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff on opposite shows just trying to <laughs> out dick bag each other yeah, yeah. See, that's and what they, I want. And they both won or lost. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's... I would, like... Because I haven't seen that for 20 years. I think it'd be cool. It would build Paige more in a weird way. And it would, like... I mean, I know they're not ready for that, but... They're, they're already, just with their quote-unquote debut being what it is, mm -hmm. on that brand, they're already pegged to the lower spot right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's Iconics... Carmella mm -hmm. on the heel side, and then you got Oscar, Charlotte, Becky on the face side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're yeah. already slotted in that. Like they're probably gonna fight with Naomi. Yeah, because like Naomi's on the back burner right now. Mm -hmm. Except, oh, we'll get to it. The <laughs> Bludgeon Brother thing. That yeah. was the worst thing I've seen in a while. It was real bad. It was really weird. <laughs> also, Paige is getting such a good face pop right now. Like, why just, ruin it? Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. And, and she's just naturally slotted into like that role Daniel O'Brien's had and like 
eventually she's there could so be a cool time and she's getting heel, put but... over so much by the announcers she's so sympathetic right now too because i mean she's like younger than us yeah and she had her fucking whole career taken from her yeah and so it's like it's really hard to like want to go boo her oh yeah, yeah. And, and like trying to draw booze from that like it won't be that believable yeah. like, uh, especially yeah. on a show where you have like carmella and the iconics on it already getting like legit heel heat It'd be hard to you outdo that. You don't need to take it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we had Samoa Joe. Big one. Yeah. Surprised so, me. So that one surprised me. Because I was yeah. so excited. Yeah, because you see Sin Cara on the ring, and it's like, all right, well, it's probably going to be a smaller guy. Then out comes Samoa Joe to face him. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was really excited about Samoa Joe, especially because it's like, if you look at the top of the card, it's Joe, Daniel Bryan, AJ and Nakamura and yeah. Big Cass, Ooh. sizable cast for go to hell and our <laughs> truth. Hell, we'll talk the about immortal it. one. The immortal one. I thought he's he like the, 52 years old. He believes he's on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> I really enjoy Monday Night Raw. This is he's literally had this gimmick because one time he said what's up Green Bay and they're in Milwaukee yeah. and since then they've just made him look like a fucking buffoon. So the time yeah. he came out into a Royal Rumble and pulled out a ladder and set it up in the middle of the ring oh, climbed it and looked guy. for the title. Or like it was like another time people were having a giant like fucking like pro in the ring comes out like saying he was gonna win the title it's like no we're not doing that <laughs> my bad guys <laughs> what what has he been doing he was injured okay yeah yeah and he's also he'll just disappear sometimes to go do like brand ambassador stuff vince mcmahon loves our truth he's great like, they post photos just hanging out together yeah like, it's like when they're, they're doing like the like the tribute to the troops stuff like for some reason it's always like vince mcmahon then like next to him is our truth <laughs> I, like he just has like weird like vince mcmahon like likes the weirdest people it's very strange Funny yeah, guy. he likes cartoon characters. I mean, truth is kind of our truth. Ron Killing's first black NWA champion in history, so that's yeah. pretty yeah. rad. But that's... that also shows how old he is. He was the first black NWA yeah. champion. Does, uh... It wasn't TNA. True, but, it's but also if like two thousand four. If we want to talk how old that was, they were still NWA TNA. Yeah. Damn. So in that backstage segment that our truth had with. The New Day and Ty Dillinger. It made it seem like Ty Dillinger and him have a history. Do they? No, it was just uh, they're just buds. Well, no, just to kind of make it weird because like they had like the New Day was like, oh, it's our truth, and like him and Ty had like this crazy secret, secret handshake. handshake. Yeah. Oh, I was it like, was... how the fuck do you guys know each other? Kind yeah. of I thought thing. they were a tag team at one point or something weird. No. Okay. I don't think they they they've really crossed paths. <laughs> no, ever. Ty Dillinger's been in like fucking FCW and NXT for like ten years. Yeah, yeah. it he does got seem like fired. Wait, how many years? Nine actually, years. Actually, longer. It's been like he was signed for a long time. Went to WWE CW, so like their fucking reboot as Gavin Spears. Nice. Gavin Spears' brother got fired like in 06. Then got brought up when they opened the PC. Um, got brought back in because they're like, hey, we need bodies and you're a good hand. Wasn't supposed to get over. Got over and here yeah. he is. So like, good for him. He's had a weird career. <laughs> well, I hope they tag him up with our so, truth. So people have been like, like tweeting at him too, and they're like, oh, I, you're getting misused. He's like, I wasn't supposed to fucking be here. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm fucking. I'm having a great time. Probably making six figures, getting real cool haircuts. People like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, back to Joe. Anything else to say about him? He's the fucking best. So what I'm 
Uh, he's gonna beat some fucking ass. On he's Smackdown. going to be a fucking dominant presence on some Smackdown. <laughs> some big ass. <laughs> some but, large Cassidy. So, and they obviously have the door open to do it with the cross-branded pay-per-views. But he's on SmackDown talking about how he's gonna pick the bones of fucking Roman Reigns. So they did this last time too, and those Bray Wyatt and um, Randy Orton they had their match because they booked the match and then they did this. Then they did the shakeup, which. You can just by them doing this, it also just shows like how much shit changes week to week. Yeah, and how much like plans change, as Dave Meltzer always says. Yeah, because it does seem like it's like, is this what you were planning on doing all along, moving Joe over while you haven't talked shit on Roman? Nope, <laughs> nope, <laughs> not at all. I could like, I don't think they'll do it, but I could see them now switching the U.S. and Intercontinental again because both of them are going to be in matches with people from the opposite shows. Just to be confusing, yeah. because Samoa Joe's in a ladder match at Big Ol' Big Ol' Rumble for the Intercontinental Title, and he could take it back to SmackDown, and Jinder could beat yeah, Hardy for it and bring it back to Raw. I can yeah. see them trying to like, especially because they're going to be like in a Middle Eastern country, have Jinder win it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, that would put the IC title back on the same show as Miz, and he's like sixty days away from. Yeah, uh, beating the all-time record. It also so. just be sick having Samoa Joe have that. That would be yeah. very, very good. Yeah, level. yeah. yeah. Uh, then sanity. I think so that's really cool. We'll, we'll, that's gonna be. We'll talk in a little bit more in depth after we're done with the. Yeah, because it's only down. part of sanity coming up. Yeah, but we'll, we'll we'll talk about that one. I feel that one has a lot of buzz around it, mm-hmm. both good and bad. Yeah, uh, Oscar. That was uh, her like introduction was cool. Like yeah. When the good guys are getting beat down, and here comes Asuka. Just butt-stomping mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah. It, it makes me feel really bad for, like, like Becky right now, where she's, like, a face. And she, there's just no way she's getting past Charlotte and Asuka right now. No. Like, yeah. she, Unless she gets the shot, like, and beats Carmella for it somehow first. That's the only way she's getting the belt yeah. next year. The, the video she posted, because, like, when Charlotte got beat down last week... And they're like, where were you? She's like, oh, I was in catering. I was, I was eating the quinoa. Eating quinoa. Yeah. And then so she posted that video of her eating quinoa. Yeah. And then hearing, oh, no, she's getting beat down, like runs away. Yeah. yeah. And then like the subsequent videos are just like, oh, the quinoa. <laughs> she's wonderful. Yeah, I heard someone compare it say she's kind of becoming the Dolph of the women's division. I was like, oh, no. No, I don't I, see I, that. I don't, it, it'll take a lot longer She's that, more she's so, so becoming like the Sami Zayn. But, like Sami, like... Sami Zayn, like, in the, like, sense, like, she just can be trusted to put good matches on, but it's kind of getting slotted in a certain spot. Or even, like, Daniel Bryan 2015. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, where it's, like, you're going to run the lower, like, a little bit, like, upper mid card. You're going to beat, like, the geeks, but you're not going to get past here. Yeah. And so that's kind of where she slotted. Almost maybe even a Sheamus spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, it, but it, Where, like, she- Sheamus has always been. Redhead Irish person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't saying it because of that, but, yeah, it does make sense. But, no, like, more so just, like, Sheamus has always been upper mid card. Yeah. And he, you know, would get runs with the belts and stuff, and really he's actually put a fucking crazy resume together. He's and, won every single thing but the Intercontinental title. Yeah, when you fucking think about that. But then it's like there's always just like a spot like for Sheamus where it's like he's not going to go past here. It's like a in that rotation of like wait your turn for the title. Yeah, which like she's always going to be like kind of protected, but she'll lose to the top stars. Yeah. yeah. And actually, almost similar, like, she won the SmackDown belt. Like, she's the first person to win the SmackDown women's title, and Sheamus yeah. had, like, a world title in his first eight months in the yeah. company, and then, like, fell back down. 
Yeah, and very the, similar actually. She'll be fine. And if anything, like being in a spot like that can actually be beneficial because, like, look at a guy like Kofi Kingston. That oh, dude yeah. has been like never got to the main event. Had one feud. Randy Orton was real pissed at him, and he's been like upper mid card the whole time. Yeah, had not a, a bad hell place to be. Run. Yeah, no, it's fucking great place to be. Everybody wants to be on top, but that's not fucking possible. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, unless you're like a, a like a heart, you can't really be on top all the time. You know, I I never like was minding like giving the belt to Sean and letting him run with him. Oh yeah. But like uh, mm-hmm. I, th- I just thought I still had some more miles left. I mean, the kids loved me. I was their hero. Still had a lot left in the tank. I still got, uh, you know, I still probably could put on matches if it wasn't for, you know, just some injuries and the concussion from Bill Goldberg, who's unsafe. He was just throwing <laughs> kicks and just really unsafe and gave me a concussion. And so it ended my career. I mean, I could probably go on and put better matches on right now than they could if it wasn't for that. Because then it caused me to have another issue later on down the line. Oh, yeah. True. We'll get back to you, Brad. I have a couple questions for you. Okay. In a little bit. Appreciate you guys always having me here, Matt. The accommodations yeah. here have been great. I appreciate you letting yeah, me absolutely, your house. Absolutely not encouraged. Wait, more, uh, I thought John Laurinaitis p- or picked you up. No, John Laurinaitis moved out and I moved in. Oh. Yeah, John, been, John Cena been, came and picked up John Laurinaitis. I've been, oh, okay, I've been living here and they said, um, Matt said that I could just stay here forever. That's. I mean, that's not what I said at all, but it's how you took it and I can't make you do anything because you're bigger than me. <laughs> Yeah, and, um, yeah, I, he I appreciate in it. Dungeon. But if anything, yeah, you guys, I trained in Calgary. Yeah, I, I trained in Calgary with uh, my father, Stu. <laughs> yep, so that's why you get to live in my house because I didn't do that. <laughs> Brad, may did. I say it's just like an impressive number of coloring books that you've completed sitting there next to you <laughs> over the last few weeks. <laughs> like, you know, you I gotta, didn't stacks, stacks. Well, you stacks, know, stacks. sometimes you got to keep yourself entertained. I mean, um, I, other than just uh, doing shoot interviews. To the dog. You're also the, the excellence of color cution. Yeah. And you've been watching your own matches on the network, yeah, right? Yeah, I've been, I've been uh, just showing anybody that'll listen and will watch with yeah. me my matches and just showing them how I could invoke emotion just by, uh, you know, just by how I work in the ring and the psychology. Yeah. Uh, nobody could throw a working punch like me. I feel it's a lost art. Yeah. Yeah. Usually right. it's just my dog and you on the couch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the dog really likes my matches. Yeah. yeah. What's he say about them? It's a dog. You can't talk. <laughs> you know he's a fucking dog, right? <laughs> you know he's a fucking dog, right? <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll get back to you, Brett. Um, yeah, then a couple good brothers. Hell yeah. They, they at least got emotion. a fucking promo. promo. That was, it was really good, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for them. They're Are they going to put him with AJ? Well, so? he, he needs someone to protect his balls. <laughs> yeah, and they've shown an expertise in that field before. Ring so. postitis. Yeah. <laughs> um... Cesaro and Sheamus, the bar, the bar is the on. Bar. Is on. Uh, we already talked about our truth. Yeah. And then Andrade saying Almas and Zelina Vega. I'm fucking huge. stoked for That's that. Huge. I'm stoked that like he's not going to be on 205 Live. I'm excited that she's coming up with him. Yeah. Because she made his character just like yeah hit that fucking like good level yeah. and like she's like a huge part of that act and take her away from it. Are they going to do the Bobby Roode thing of making him a good guy when he comes up? Or are they going to keep him bad guy? They're going to keep him bad guy. Yeah, so. he doesn't have the entrance pop. That is the reason why they turned yeah. Bobby in her face. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Roode had the glorious thing. He's just has the somebody yelling "El Idolo" through a megaphone mm-hmm. <laughs> and a bunch of other just like words, just Spanish <laughs> words over top of his music. Yeah. Um, let's real quick talk about that AJ Shinsuke thing. I love Shinsuke. Heel Shinsuke is great. Like. Mm. I have a feeling if this was someone else, I might hate it. 
but because it's him, I love it. He has like the right attitude to pull off like the like him saying like no speak English thing without it like being a shitty racist caricature thing. Yeah, yeah. I do. Because you see don't... him winking to the camera, you see him going like I'm playing into this shitty stereotype that people have. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I, no, like I'm I'm gonna use this for my benefit. yeah. I'm Fuck owning you. this. Like <laughs> he's hit him in the balls three times. He just oh, he's from just Yano. hates AJ's balls. He's like <laughs> you have too many kids. They're yeah. all named AJ. Total Yano. Have your super sperm now. Yeah. It yeah, and it's but it's Yano's a, DVD actually. It's a, yes, it's that's a, a full <laughs> blown uppercut to like halfway up AJ's back when he does that. <laughs> well, that's to protect AJ. <laughs> oh yeah, because that would destroy him man's private parts <laughs> well you know i think that they're kind of using ball, ball shots, shots a little too much yeah <laughs> a good ball shot is a a good ball shots a, it's a good tool to have but i think they're just using it as a crutch a ball crutch <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i just think it's funny he's been hitting the balls three times yeah, and I love just AJ or like Shinsuke is just like so excited, just <laughs> fucking attack AJ's balls. Oh my balls. god, that, when it zoomed in on Shinsuke's face when he's yes. creeping up into AJ's match, I was like, oh god, it's so funny. <laughs> it's like fucking Bubba, Bubba, like when he would like put women through tables, and he just had this weird obsession with it, where yeah, he just like would go trance. catatonic. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. Looked, looked like a trance after he that like, oh. look. That, that's fucking <laughs> what Shinsuke is doing with AJ's balls right now. No, I I love that like like what you were saying like playing into like that like oh like you like you know you guys were wetting me on my promo so no speak english yeah. God, I then on twitter like, like i know what i'm doing list. on twitter like cory graves tweeted at him and he's like responded with like no speak english and then like they kept just switching languages yeah. that they were like tweeting back and forth in like it was like in spanish and then i think in french once and like just kept changing it and it was so good just like i also i love how good cory graves is on the mic because he's like man how hard must it be for Shinsuke? He forgot a whole language. Yeah. I love how Corey is just like an idiot sometimes in yeah. character. Like putting over brainstorming. Yeah, he's like, oh my god, where do you find this guy? <laughs> he's just, <laughs> oh my but, god, it's Braun. It's so, like, it's funny because I don't know why it, it it's just funny to Dude, me. Dude, Corey's because, hilarious, but then it's weird when they show like video of him talking. I'm like, oh god, you don't look like you'd be as funny as you are. It's that yeah. hair. He looks like a douchebag. He looks like a real Anya just says, douchebag. Anya can never remember his name. Just go. I remind her by saying the dapper lesbian <laughs> because of how he dresses. That's fair. <laughs> and his haircut. I like Corey Graves, still Sterling James Keenan. Um, but yeah, let's get into the whole sanity thing. You said you want to talk about it. Yeah. So a lot of people have been talking about sanity being brought up because it was just. Eric Young, Killian Dane, and Alexander Wolf, and it was no Nikki Cross missing Nikki Cross, mm-hmm. and so a lot of people have been taking that pretty negatively, saying why are they taking her out of it? Like, this is, and with me, like the way I thought of it, and I was talking with uh, Jenna about this, I'm like, this is like this is because she's a a bigger star than they are. Mm-hmm. Like on NXT, she's already been in main event matches, mm-hmm. and she's already was almost pushed as like she's kind of the breakout one already. Yeah, and already the one kind of getting positioned outside the group, whereas like Alexander Wolf isn't going to be fucking in a main event match anytime soon. He's yeah. kind of the Eric Rowan of them. Yeah, he does make wine, and he <laughs> does have a small sack of doll heads. Not a big yeah. one, just small. Just mosses around. A tasteful sack of doll heads. Yeah, very tasteful. Showed a lot of restraint in how many doll heads he really This is had. my sack of doll heads. <laughs> well, I think 
I think uh, it's. I'm excited to see what Nikki Cross does without the guise of being in. A, well, because she's the passionate. guise of the guys. The guys of being gonna, around a bunch of guys. She's still gonna probably have the exact same gimmick and still be almost like a part of like that. But it's, she'll look stronger for being by herself. It's almost like yeah. I can hold down NXT for sanity by myself. Yes, mm-hmm. you and need three of you to go try to take over SmackDown. Because like, if you look at the NXT women's roster of people who are ready for a big match you have Shayna Baszler the champion you have Kyrie Sane and then you have Nikki Cross and that's it you have nobody else that's really ready for that like next step I mean you got the classes like Blue Lives Matter Lacey Evans yeah. god I hate her and you have like Candice who's Candice who's like ready in ring but like they need to push her character they need to get like a little bit more of her character over she's still new mm-hmm. she just had her first like signed televised match mm-hmm. yeah and it was a short which was it was, it was a good still match great. but it was it was definitely a bit short but it was it was, it was still good, good. For, good for what they had yeah, yeah. Made, the be- made the best of their time it was more of a story yeah. than the match and but. main evented episode of NXT yeah, yeah. and a yeah. lot of NXT this week was like wrapping up bow ties on some story exactly yeah. I feel like they were doing that with a lot of things this whole week on WWE TV yeah mm-hmm. and so then you have like Dakota Kai who's really good in the ring but again hasn't they haven't had a chance to develop her character yet you have like people like Aaliyah who've been signed for like four years but like can't find their footing, aren't very good in the ring, and like still trying to even find a character. Uh, you have like Nixon Newell, who just um, she was an independent came, wrestler and came back after ten months on the shelf. Yeah, ten months on the shelf because she got injured right before the May Young Classic. Oh uh, shit! And so like you have like a bunch of people, but like Tynara Conti, like she's like she's not ready. Not like, ready. You have Zeta, not ready. You have yeah. like. Reyna Gonzalez and all these other people who just are there, but nobody's ready. So you have essentially three women that you have to like hold down the roster. And this happened before when they called up everybody but Bailey and Asuka. Yeah. And they're like, oh, what's going to happen? It's like, well, we got to wait and build. And then it got really good again. Mm-hmm. And Nikki, Nikki Cross is going to be a cornerstone to this. Yeah. Well, and Nikki Cross against Blazler, Baszler, like that's going to be a crazy oh, match. Yeah. Like, yeah. MMA versus just fucking wild yeah. violence. Yeah. It's a Denny's fight waiting to happen. <laughs> right, it is. <laughs> so to me, it's not a bad thing. People are like, oh, no, why are they doing this? It's like, no. She's like being groomed for greater things than just being brought up in the mid-card. Yeah, yeah. well, and if something happens and Sandy gets lost in the shuffle, then... A good shot in the ass is like, guess who's fucking here now? Well, well and she won't get lost. Yeah. I think she's going to be built as a singles competitor eventually get called up as a singles competitor, maybe eventually join with Sanity. I would say, like, part when she gets called up, it'll probably be to join Sanity, but then yeah. it'll be a big deal. because it'll, it'll be like Sanity maybe looking desperate or something. And then all of a sudden, here she comes yeah. the same like, day. Yeah, and yeah. also she'll always have, like, that singles competitor aspect to her because she's the only woman in, yeah. exactly. in Sanity. So, like, she'll always be doing singles matches or at, like most mixed tags yeah you know, like and like with especially because they're probably gonna call up Shayna baszler fairly soon mm-hmm. like probably gonna like i would say probably the next six months yeah just to hang out with ronda rousey yeah yeah or be a good heel against ronda rousey too yeah for, yeah, for stephanie her up but um i could see them yeah that's another good way to do it so i could see her getting a title run like yeah there's so much more for her that's left on on NXT whereas Sanity had nothing left like what were they gonna do 
Other than Killian Dane, I almost kind of wish he would have had yeah. a little more time on NXT just because they were really starting to push him. They started him. to build him as a singles guy, and then like then they got Lars Sullivan. Yeah, yeah. they got they didn't need him anymore. They got Big Lars, who's there, and they That's put true. on a fuck of a match. My name like, oh my God. is Lars. <laughs> <laughs> I have a severely crescent <laughs> crescent moon shaped face. <laughs> Don't be alarmed. I'm fine. <laughs> um, I noticed this week because of the way they shot Lars Sullivan's uh, promo where he's out by some trailer, like just some tractor trailers, standing over by like, some big rigs. Some big rigs. He has more teeth than I think a human should have. <laughs> like also, he, they were just staring straight into his mouth, and his like mouth opens so wide. His face looks like a thumbnail moon. <laughs> also, yep. um, he. Um, like the way that like they were shooting that, it's like a grandpa taking a picture for Facebook. Yeah, yeah. like just that, like down low. Yeah, <laughs> his mouth just opens so wide, and there's so many teeth in there. So yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about like Nikki Cross. Yeah, to me, she's gonna end up being the biggest star out of all of them. Yep, I see that too. And they are treating her as such. And you know, yeah. I think it will refine her character a lot more too, just to be on her own. Yeah. Exactly. It's going to give her a lot more nuances and like other stuff beyond just, oh, she's the girl from Sanity. Totally. Oh, that's Nikki Cross, who's also in Sanity. Yeah. yeah. And she, like Triple H, I probably was like, I fucking need her. Don't you fucking dare. Right. I mean, he probably fought for her. Because they, you know, they brought the he, iconics over. Like the, were there any other women's uh, competitors from NXT that got brought up? Ember, Ember, Ember Moon, Ember Moon, Ember Moon for sure. They Huge. lost, they lost like their former champion. Yeah, and they, they lost, lost like all of their main eventers like from six months ago. Yeah, so now. NXT like, needs needs her right now because like the six months ago is like all those like, or a little bit more than that. Like all the the women they were chasing Oscar were like the iconics. Nikki Cross is the one staying down, and then Ember Moon. And that's about it. Like, yeah, they just—they haven't really had like they haven't needed to build anybody. Now they do, but now mm-hmm. they need to keep a couple people. It's like on the uh, women's evolution thing with the twenty-four on WWE. Uh, Triple H was talking, saying that how he's like he fought to keep Oscar. He's like, no, like you can take whoever. I need her. Yeah, like, I need Oscar because they needed like somebody to build the division around. Yeah, and so now heel has the belt, and they have two baby faces to go and chase it. Mm-hmm. And one of them is a little bit more of a standard babyface, Kyrie Sane, and then they have the fucking wild card. Hi. Sorry about that. We had some technical difficulties. You know, I never made any mistakes in the ring or in the podcast world. <laughs> I thought yeah, I, I think it was you. I think you unplugged the microphones. Well, you know, uh, actually, I was in the back in my room. That's so, my room. No, it's actually my room now. You said I could, I could it's take not, the room, and we're gonna switch rooms. Someone said unplugged a, a, a mic during a Bret Hart promo. Actually, <laughs> well, you know, I think that's time. bullshit. <laughs> I want to see Elias unplugged. I mean, that's gonna be a, a show on yeah, the WWE Network pretty soon. So really, yeah. yeah, hell yes. Oh, how you're that. just referencing that? No, <laughs> they, they announced that. That's I'm a real in. thing. You will get to see Elias unplugged. Nice. Hopefully, you know I want to see Teddy Hart unplugged. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, we had some technical difficulties. Apparently, we have speech difficulties. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk Got about... Got that Corey Graves speech impediment, as he said, when he said Bullet Club on Bullet TV. Club, yeah. <laughs> that was so sick. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about NXT. I just kind of think it's funny. You guys are going to talk about NXT when I'm here. When it's me, the creator, not the destroyer. Because I created this. I created NXT. And we appreciate that. 
Yeah, oh. thanks. It's a good show. Thanks, well, th Paul. Th well, thank you guys. Really appreciate all of it. You know, I, just, I do this for everybody else. I'm still just a big fan. Yeah. 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 Except fuck Bill. <laughs> fuck him. I like him. He's a nice man. Fuck him and his skinny fat ass. Do you like his comic <laughs> books? No. Triple, I'm the I, game. I don't think Triple H has time to read comic books. Yeah, He's Triple too H. busy being in that new God of War game because yeah. that is 100 percent just Triple H. <laughs> I the don't way know. They redesign Kratos. To me, it looks like Tommaso. Also, yes. Okay. Speaking of Tommaso, we're gonna talk about NXT. Nice. <laughs> wow. I thought it was. I thought it was a cool NXT. It, it's just progressing stuff along, finishing yeah. some stuff up. Got Haas fight. Big Good hot fight, a little bit of blood. I thought Killian Dane was going to do a coast to coast for a second. <laughs> I think everybody, that would have been cool. They should have let him do it. Yeah. Can he do anything? Yeah, he did it in War Games. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Should have let him do it. Lars Sullivan's big boy. Big boy needs a lot of work. Greener than goose shit. But he's he has a presence. He understands it. He just needs to... Um, Put it all together. He needs to quit playing wrestler and become a wrestler. He puts a good spin on the the giant character because he's an intellectual sort of giant character. I, I like is, it better than just like me smash. It's yeah. Like, I think sometimes it's just not believable. Like because nobody talks that way. Yeah. And so that's where like I was saying earlier that like Samoa Joe's is such a believable ass beater. They need to have him just become a believable ass beater. Yeah. But yeah. The his promo they filmed was real weird. Yeah, it's all the teeth, all the teeth in the world. <laughs> Just him looking like a grandpa trying to take a picture for Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> that weird angle. Does this one look right? And it's uploaded eight times. Yeah. <laughs> so every Hulk Hogan selfie. Yeah, fuck! I love all those. <laughs> it's leg like day, brother. Need a serious cup of mud. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then we had um, Rick O'Shea, the one and only Rick O'Shea, the third O'Shea brother in yeah. Little Giants Two. Yep, yep. Back on the field. Yep. Um, against Fabian Eichner, solid match. Yeah, Ricochet in the ring just looks like it's so smooth. Yeah, it just looks like a bag floating in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Just... Do you ever feel like a ricochet? Yeah, floating in the wind. With some lasers in your entrance. <laughs> yeah, the one and only. So I think they have some big things planned for him, obviously. Yeah. And he's obviously has star written all over him. Yeah. I, no, I, he just has a lot of tribal tats. I would not be surprised in, in five years' time if he's, like, top of the company. One of my favorite things, mm -hmm. though, is that you look at him and you see, like, all his moves, and then he just talks, and he's from... Paducah, Kentucky. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the one and only, y'all. He shouted out Bailey, which I thought was really cool. No, yeah, yeah, like that was like the first name he said. Yeah, Bailey, Brian, right? Who did he say? It was all NXT people. Well, say, oh, he so. said Bailey, uh, Seth. There was oh, another yeah. one between Sammy them. Sami Zayn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely like the ones that the NXT crowd are like gonna pop real hard yeah. for. And Seth Rollins. <laughs> He's like, and Everyone's like, yes, Roman Reigns, is. he was in here for a week. And Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> you know, Seth, you're about to meet the Destroyer. Not the creator, you see, but the Destroyer, Seth freaking Rollins. Bay freaking Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Bay freaking Lee, you ready to meet the Destroyer? Because <laughs> uh, it's the game. 
Bay freaking Lee. If Bailey ever turns heel, I want that shirt. Just like Bay effing Lee. Oh, I would wear that. I'd wear that shirt home. out. Just her, her Bailey's heel turn is like her entrance comes in and those things like the inflatable things pop up and she just stabs yeah. all of them. They all have they all have frowny faces. Oh, that would crack me up. She's just like kicking them and slapping them over. Instead of hugging people, she just is like. Goes over and like, mm -mm. She teases it. She does like yeah. the too slow. My name's <laughs> Pamela now. My real name. <laughs> and she has, instead of just that one side pony, she just has pig like pigtails or something. She has a lot of side ponies. She has like eighteen <laughs> side ponies. <laughs> then uh, it was um, War Raiders versus the Metros. Oh, I love them so. They're much. such good jobbers. They're just little dorks. <laughs> Dressed up as greasers. Yeah, they looked like greasers. Yeah, they are. That's their gimmick. And Ray Rowe and Hanson are fucking great. Ray Rowe. Ray Rowe. <laughs> Blue's Clue. He should be the. Oh, he should be on Blue's Clue. He should be blue. <laughs> Ray yeah, Rowe. Too bad he doesn't have a clue. <laughs> huh? Huh. You know he's fucking colorblind, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, that was, I mean, that happened. Mara Ronaldo made a Casey and Jojo reference, so I popped. It's just, it's just a swash match to get over how cool they are. Once they get into a real feud and like going to hit beef against Heavy Machine, it'll be cool. Just meat yeah. on meat. Yeah. Meat on meat. Um, Ray Rowe is, uh, true till death. Yeah. 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 Nailed to the X. He's a big boy jumping off that top rope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He yeah he does like he puts his fist in the air. Yeah, he, he also does like cartwheel like like springboard elbows to people and weird stuff like that. And for a big boy, it's real impressive. Yeah, yeah they're both big and both can move real well. Yeah, did that cartwheel? Yeah, Hanson did that cartwheel. It's great. They're just uh, they're a good team. Yeah, I just can't wait for everybody to see how good they really are. Yeah, goddamn, we're raiders when they fight against. Uh, Haley Joel Osment and his friend. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, then uh, I, I there was that Shayna thing. Oh yeah, they're having a meeting and she just walks in and then I'm a little late. I don't care. <laughs> hey Serena, I'm late. And then Dakota Kai walks out. Hey Dakota, what's up? That loser. Dakota Kai was wearing a shirt from whatamaneuver.com. Hell yeah. Which was pretty rad. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Also, she had her hair. I, I like every time I see her now with that dyed black hair, I'm like, is that her? Yeah. I was... Dakota Kai is so cool. I like her a lot. Yeah. I hope she I hope she gets put in a good position. You'll see it. Um, and then we had the main event of the evening. Well, first, John Gargano came out and cut that cool ass promo. At the very top of the show. Oh yeah, he had the, oh, yeah, that was first. Yeah, he had the promo, just saying pretty much thank you. He said we are NXT. He did. Yeah, actually, yeah, he did. Oh okay, yeah, he that did. Was the, that was the end of his promo. I just remember the first time he cut a promo. He was trying so hard, and I was I wanted to love him, and I was just like, man, you're trying too hard. And then this time, I was like, damn. Oh man, you're trying so hard. But it, I love it. I like it. it. You're succeeding so hard. Yeah. His rebel heart. <laughs> You're doing heart, so hard. <laughs> his rebel heart was shining through. Yeah, his rebel fart. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, I love Johnny Gargano. Yeah, he's As the you best. you can tell by Your heart is the, farts. the round one of the Russell Boys classic <laughs> where I fought for him very valiantly. <laughs> now, who's fighting now? 
him. Fight for your he dreams, is. and they'll fight for you. Brie Bella. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, he is um, one of three wrestlers that have two five-star matches from Dave Meltzer. Nice. Him, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Well, you know... Uh, how do you feel about that, Brett? Well, you know, I think that Johnny Gargano is a really good wrestler. <laughs> you think you're in good company? <laughs> you know, I think that uh, if I would have been given the chance to uh, have a little bit better matches against Sean, if they wouldn't have screwed me, then uh, I think I probably would have had like probably five or six. Me and Steve, I mean, I thought we had just unbelievable chemistry together. And if I could have put him over at WrestleMania 14 instead of the boy toy, Shawn Michaels, then I think we probably could have pulled out a five-star match and actually probably catapulted Steve to even higher spots than what Shawn did because Shawn didn't even want to do the favors, but I, I would to Steve. And I respect him. I be, don't respect the boy toy, Shawn Michaels. That, that would be five breaths out of five, I assume. It'd be at least six out of out of five breaths. It'd, it'd go the extra Brett. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Brett. I hate to correct you, but his song explicitly said he's not your boy toy. Yeah, he's not my boy toy, but he's <laughs> he's a boy toy of Vince McMahon and Gorilla Monsoon. They know it. <laughs> God damn it. But no, um, he's also the the first wrestler to get him in consecutive pay per views. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, for uh, WWE wrestlers, which is unbelievable. Like he's just so he's on another level. And where he's was of, this? Where was this at though? Huh? Where was it in? What are you talking about? In NXT. Oh yeah, I was trying to call Triple H. Sorry. He's busy. He's a busy oh, okay. boy. Uh, he's got to fight with John Cena next week. He's out swinging that jackhammer yeah, in the true. backyard. <laughs> that sledge. That's how he trains. It's not one of those gimmick not a jack ones. Hammer. It's not one of those gimmick ones. The, the genetic jackhammer, Vince McMahon. <laughs> the genetic jackhammer was that his thing? He called himself that. Yep. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a cool thing name. he did. Vince McMahon's a weirdo. Yeah, he's out of control. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then we had uh, corn Candace. dog versus Zelina. Corn dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so shocked at that? Why corn dog? Because uh, Chuck Taylor would call her Can Dog because they're good friends. Okay. He was in their wedding, and then he would call her Corn Dog. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was just like, when I call someone a Corn Dog, it's not a term of endearment. So oh, I was like, it, it was from from them. So. Okay. What's cool. up, you old Corn Dog? They yeah. have a level of friendship that you just can't understand, Oster. I know. I know. I don't. But <laughs> she thought. She fought Zelina Vega. It was great. It's a cool match. They yeah. try to do like a 30-minute match psychology in five minutes. Mm -hmm. Like, And I understand because it's like really the blow-off of everything. And so you had to get that, that big five-field muggle. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was cool. Like They showcased some cool moves that they could do. I can't wait for Candice LeRae to kind of get her own push and everything. I know a lot of people are worried that she's just going to be, you know, just known as Johnny Gargano's wife, but she won't be because even on the Indies after they are married, she was a bigger star than he was. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And I, I think, given that she's not in the immediate like, uh, uh, like title, title picture, I think she's gonna do a lot to elevate the mid card in the women's well, division. Yeah, even then because like it's adding like a a facet of one of the main event feuds is women yeah. plus then the main women's feud so instead of just having like 
one women's feud and that's it and then just whatever happening it's like oh this is like another facet of a main event feud is these women fighting as well and that was actually the blow-off match mm-hmm. was those two fighting like, yeah and it wasn't gargano versus almas where gargano was zero and four against him it was candace coming and getting the victory and chasing him away yeah, yeah. And, like kind of doing that so i thought that was really cool yeah and then uh gargano came out and challenged alistair black yeah alistair black was like okay i'll see you next week later dog yeah um so that was nxt that was wrestling this week um yeah Yeah. we had a uh a sad thing happen um bruno bruno uh, san martino yeah i forgot his name for a second um bruno san martino passed away um he's like a legend um all i know about him is when i watched wrestlemania one he was the manager for his son and he cut a cool promo but i know he's like some sort of legend i just he passed away at the ripe old age of 82 yeah Yeah. he's an old boy he yeah like he like established the then wwwf like yeah he like headlined madison square garden like every night basically like sold it out something like 187 times as the headliner yeah held the held the bell for eight straight years yeah and again for another like three plus years there was a there was a stat that said bruno san martino reigned as wwe champion during the presidencies of john f kennedy lyndon johnson richard nixon gerald ford and jimmy carter jesus yeah (laughs) yeah um he he was just uh especially like one of the big reasons why he got over was because he was like the everyman from Pittsburgh. He was a big, strong guy that everybody could look up to. He wasn't like the gorgeous George or uh, fucking what was his name? I can't think of his name. Buddy Rogers. Buddy guy. Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. Who are like these like superstars? No, he was the. He's a working man's hero. He was the working man's hero. He, he was, was the Bruce Springsteen of professional wrestlers. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. He was the boss. He was the, the boss. boss, and like he was also like he he was like people wanted to cheer him, and they would build and Vince McMahon Sr. built his company around bringing guys in to come and do business with Bruno. That was the the big match because I mean he was he was the guy. People just loved him. People gravitated towards him. It's almost like a if you think of like a Daniel Bryan esque like it was like they this is our guy. He was their guy. Yeah. Like he was super relatable like at that time like he would like what had immigrated to America from Italy like after World War II, like, survived the Nazis in Italy, like, legitimately, and, like, that was a really relatable story at that time, especially in a city like New York. Yeah. Like, you look at, he was then, like, replaced, basically, as Babyface Champ by Pedro Morales, who was, like, similar, like, Hispanic star, like, that was what worked in New York at the time, was, like, you know, like, first-generation American, like, immigrants to America, and, like, it really worked, and, like, he was every the every man champion I, i've seen like video of when he lost the title they like purposefully didn't give ivan koloff the belt in the ring because there was going to be a riot Damn. and he only like dropped the title because his back was hurt and he made vince mcmahon senior like replace him yeah Jesus. and then there was a match where like that match was like where the you could hear a pin drop like yeah madison were, square garden was like silent and, like people think that the undertaker losing everybody was like 
so shocked like air yeah. got sucked out of a room it like it was like 10 times worse there for people who were there yeah because he was undefeated for eight years yeah yeah eight years <laughs> and then like he like legit broke his neck in a match against was a stan hansen i think so yeah, yeah from a fucking lariat and so jesus yeah stanson yeah stan hansen the lariat himself yeah, yeah, but uh, no, he was a, a legend, and he was on the outs of the company for a long time because of where their product went. Um, it wasn't until actually Triple H reached out to him and said, "Hey, like we're not doing this, like pushing the envelope thing anymore. We're bringing it back to like PG and for like for families to be able to watch it because he didn't like didn't agree with where it was going. So it was a big thing for." For him to actually he didn't be like indu- the boy toy Shawn Michaels, yeah. Oh, he exactly. would have hated him. <laughs> yeah. But no, like him getting inducted into the Hall of Fame was a big thing, and I think that he needed it. And I think Vince McMahon needed it as well, because like that was who his father built the fucking company around. If it wasn't for Bruno, he wouldn't have had a chance to take to get Hogan and make a run like he did. And yeah. so they they needed Bruno. And so, like, I feel like they needed to come full circle and get, give him his rightful place in the Hall of Fame as one of the best of all time. Yeah. R.I.P. Bruno. Yeah. yeah. I saw a clip from a match of his earlier today because I haven't seen that much of his because mm-hmm. it's a different era. It's kind of hard to watch. Like, there are these, like, 45-minute-plus-long matches where almost nothing happens. A lot of striking. <laughs> yeah, but it's, like, but it was a cage match, and he goes in, and he just starts throwing his opponent's head into the cage, like, over and over. And it's, like... Man, this is actually really rad. Like, it's a different era and doesn't work. And the cage is like moving like three feet every time he hits the guy into it. But he just is like throwing the dude's head into the cage. And it's rad as hell. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, my father, Stu, had a lot of respect for Bruno San Martino, and there's actually pictures of me and Bruno. Bruno thought I was a really good worker, and that I was really safe, and that I wouldn't hurt anybody. <laughs> yeah. Not like Stan Hansen or Goldberg. <laughs> or Ryback. Like right back, I just hear from CM Punk that he was really dangerous in the ring, like Goldberg. <laughs> or the, a lot like Goldberg, in a lot of or ways. Or the boy toy Shawn Michaels. <laughs> was he dangerous? The boy toy Shawn Michaels would hurt people, or just would stop caring in a match where I would just finish the match and make sure that everybody looked good. Because why? Why would I want to make the match look bad? Because it'll look bad on me. I'm a hero to the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still? Do kids still look up to you? You know, kids still do look up to me, especially in Canada. I'm a hero. I'm are a, you are my, you the El Santo of Canada? No, I'm the Bret Hart of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, I think it's time to wrap this up. All right. Um, Brett, we're giving you the go home cue. You know, go home. I'll, I am home. I, I live here at Matt's now. If you guys don't remember, I've why, talked about why this. Why don't you live at your house with a shrine to yourself? Well, because I got to do this podcast every week. You don't. I, I got to come and do this. You guys said that I'm now the host. That's no, not. We never it's said that. It's called Brett and the Russell Boys. <laughs> oh, you can start your own podcast. You did that. Yeah, and now I'm joining this one. Welcome, everybody, to Brett and the Wrestle Boys. I am Brett, and these are the boys. They, don't, they can't wrestle, though. They can't wrestle like me. I was trained in the dungeon. Yeah, we're we're not wrestlers. We're wrestling observers. You guys are on the I Wrestle Observer like, like, like Dave Meltzer. <laughs> Dave Meltzer always thought I was a really good worker. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, I give you zero stars on this podcast, Brett. Yeah, well, you're not Dave Meltzer, are you, Zach? <laughs> the one match you had, you lost. 
I, I did it. <laughs> I did the job. I did the job, Brett. Yeah, you did the job, not like the boy toy Shawn Michaels. <laughs> okay, all right. Brett's getting heated. All right. It's almost time for Brett's nap. <laughs> Matt, can I have my bottle? <laughs> And my poutine. It's <laughs> a bottle of poutine. Your bottle of gravy? I really wish you would Where's stop bringing poutine in my bed. <laughs> and also, I wish you would let me sleep in my bed again. No. <laughs> no, I know. We've been over it. I'll put you in the sharpshooter. Yeah, I don't tap want out. that again. <laughs> you tried to eat my poutine, so I put him in the sharpshooter. <laughs> All right. So um, you can follow me online at, at Brett Hart. The sharpshooter. I think it's at Brett Hitman Hart. It's Brett Hart. <laughs> Do you run your own social media? No. Do you know how? <laughs> Do you guys see I don't this? have a phone. <laughs> Do you guys see this sign in the crowd? I think it was two weeks ago. It just had a, it's just a big sign that said Brett Shart with a fucking arrow pointing down. It's <laughs> a pretty Aww. good joke. It was me. <laughs> you were I was, there? I was making a joke. You guys it's can uh, follow me online at, at Duck Shirt everywhere. Sorry for cutting you off, Brett. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, you can follow me at Blue Gazi on Instagram. You can follow him at Pepsi Loving Bunny. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. <laughs> Good you listen that far back? I'm a big fan. Nice. That rocks. Um, you can follow me on But Twitter. I don't think Nye is very good in the ring, Matt. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not what you side thinks. I know he doesn't. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ostercoaster. Um you can catch me at the closest Raising Cane's, which is in Colorado. Uh, if you haven't and you like fried chicken, find a Raising Cane's. It'll it's, change your it's, goddamn it's life. It's gotta be Cane. It's gotta be Raising Cane's. <laughs> it's it was the it's dank. It's the best chicken I've ever had, and I am real stoked about it. I'm gonna. It's find no KFC. It doesn't have enough gravy for my fingers. There is no gravy. It's just cane sauce. Yeah. And it's really good. Cane sauce? Yeah. Bronze sauce. Thanks, but no thanks. It's libertarian. <laughs> um, yeah. That's all my plugs. Related to Raising Cane's. Big old Raising Cane's sponsored this podcast. Raising also, Cane's. Also, if you go to audiblechild.com slash you can download my book for free. What's it called? It is uh, Hitman Heart, my uh, real life in the cartoon world of wrestling. Nice. Nice. Uh, I'm at on Instagram at Matt underscore on underscore drums. Oh, so are you a drummer? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I my dog is on Instagram as well at Zeno Paparino. He's gonna probably change his name to Hitman Zeno. Yeah, I noticed that he started that you started putting little jackets on him, and it's it's cute. But yeah, I don't yeah. think he likes it very much. Um, He's been itching a lot. It just he has to get used to the jackets, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you can also follow me at Wrestle Drums on Instagram. It's like drum drum cover page. They're sick. Yeah, it's really cool. Thanks. Yeah. I found out because I put out a Sasha Banks one, and Sasha Banks has a lot of fucking fans. <laughs> you just have to tag tag everything like dude with like Sasha Banks stuff. They'll find you. Yeah. Really? Just make sure. Just make sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. Just There's make a, sure and tag like, all your stuff like a bunch of obnoxious hashtags. People will find you. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a weird it's a weird world, but uh, that's where I'm at. Yeah, Shh. yeah. You can follow me at my chemical dad pants. Great on name. Instagram, and at kfabe dad on on Twitter. I like that name. Thank you. I like it too. Uh, and yeah, you can follow us at WrestleBoysCast on Twitter at genuine WrestleBoys on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, go buy our merch. 
uh, from Water Maneuver. Water Maneuver. You follow them too. Also, make sure and leave a review for the podcast, uh, Bret Hart and the Wrestling Boys. Um, leave us a review, and if you do, we'll put you in a contest to see who's going to get a shirt, unless you're the boy Toy Shawn Michaels. No, no, if he does one, I will put him in the running. Uh, I'll just send him a shirt. I'll send yeah. him a shirt. Then, I'll fucking, I'll send let him, us know about I'll it, like Dr. Blurg did a couple days ago. After yeah. We who's Dr. Blurg? He left his review and yeah. had him let us know, but then he listened and uh, let us know about it a couple days ago. Oh. I just yeah. noticed it today because who's, I was bad at checking social who's media. Who's Dr. Blurg? I Do we don't, know him? He was at Dr. Blurg as well on Twitter, and I did not know him, so oh. shout out Dr. Blurg. Hi, Dr. Blurg. He said, Dr. Blurg. He gave us five stars and said, a good wrestling podcast that's nice and inclusive to everyone. And Bret Hart is there sometimes. Dr. Blurg, I think that uh, if me and you were to, to have a program together, we could probably draw a lot of money. I mean, you'd probably be a lot better than the boy toy Shawn Michaels. Dr. Blurg, if you can get Bret Hart out of my house, I will be forever indebted to you. <laughs> we uh, also got a really nice review from uh, Daddy Cool 88 on Stitcher. Uh, it said, if you like absurdist humor... You'll love the genuine Wrestle Boys. The boys have a fun dynamic. Esai and Zach are pretty encyclopedic in their wrestle knowledge. And Bret Hart is also probably the best. <laughs> Bret Hart's probably really good at wrestling, too. He's that the was best. not on the review. Yeah, it was. Shut up, Matt. No. You don't know. <laughs> um, well, Matt and Derek are enthusiastic in a very heartwarming way. And I think that's the best description. I just say, wait, I would say, I'll say, I would say, that's almost like a little bit of like, oh, they try. Yeah, no, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Well, I, was gonna, I was just going to say, wait till the heel turn. <laughs> Like um, my heel turned 97. Yeah. <laughs> the boys make an effort to include traditionally marginalized groups in their discussions, which is much appreciated. Great job. Yeah. Russell Boys is for everyone, just like Finn Balor. Just like Bret Hart. Just like Bullet Club, like according to Corey <laughs> Yes. Um, but yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Oh, but if you want to go check out our merch on Water Maneuver, yeah. go to bit.ly forward slash WrestleBoys merch. Buy a shirt. Go to bit.ly slash Hitman Heart Wrestling Boys. <laughs> what is that? That won't go lead anywhere. I don't think. I don't think you can set up. Know how to set up a Bitly link. Brad, I'll have but. my social media manager Zeno do it. <laughs> But he has his own social media manager. It's his mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he has time to do Brett's. <laughs> Everybody check out Roots of Fight. I have stuff on there. All right. Will do. But, yeah, they leave us a review. We appreciate it. Uh, get thanks. yourself a shirt. Yeah, get a shirt. We appreciate it. Uh, help keep this free. Audible. Stamps.com. True car. True, True car. DDP yoga. <laughs> That's a good story, man. But you know what also is good DDP yoga. <laughs> uh, I'd like to get back to that, but you know what? Right before we do. <laughs> is your house insured? <laughs> I would sure hope so, because I'm staying here. It's insured by Lloyd's of London. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you, guys. Happy Rusev Day. Happy Bret Hart Day. No, Rusev Day. Bret Hart Day. Bret Hart Day's over. No, it's not. It's never ending. You only get a day. Rusev is forever. No, wait till something else gets over. That's, that's very true. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah, wait till after that casket match. <laughs> wait till after that big cast match, am I right? God <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, Russell Boys 316 says, I never hurt anybody. <laughs> Were you about to say Dane Cook? Listen! <laughs> Russell Boys 316 says Dane Cook is the actual worst. <laughs> well, I never heard anybody.
This is Brett Hart. Go to hell, Brett. <laughs>